So the reading this morning is taken from Luke chapter 23, and we're reading verses 26 to 33. Uh, Jesus is crucified. The soldiers led Jesus away, and as they were going, they met a man from Cyrene named Simon, who was coming into the city from the country. They seized him, put the cross on him, and made him carry it behind Jesus. A large crowd of people followed him. Among them were some women who were weeping and wailing for him. Jesus turned to them and said, Women of Jerusalem, don't cry for me, but for yourselves and for your children. For the days are coming when people will say, How lucky are the women who never had children, who never bore babies, who never nursed them. That will be the time when people will say to the mountains, Fall on us and to the hills hiders for if such things as these are done when the wood is green what will happen when it is dry two other men both of them criminals were also led out to be put to death with Jesus when they came to the place called the skull they crucified Jesus there and the two criminals one on his right and the other on his left this is the word of the Lord Try that again. I've got a microphone on now. Um, As you're hopefully aware by now, uh, we're doing a preaching series uh, on the theme of journeys. Uh, So we've looked at, in previous weeks, at the journeys of Abraham and Jacob, uh, the Israelites and Elijah. And then last week we heard from Claire about Jonah's attempts to travel absolutely anywhere other than where God wanted him to be. So this week we're looking at a journey which in some ways we will all have to face ourselves someday in one form or other. As Jesus journeys towards his death on the cross. Now we do not know how and when we will be facing our own deaths. Through Jesus, we have a sure and certain hope for a future resurrection, a glorious heaven and a new earth, as described in Revelation, where there will be no more pain, no more suffering, and we will all see God clearly. But before then, we must still face that ending, which is death. When all the things which we fill our lives with here on earth will cease. Time spent at work, with our families, on church rotors, or drinks out with friends. Time spent on housework, at the supermarket, watching TV box sets, or browsing online. Time we spend drawing alongside those in need, or campaigning for a better world, or just sitting down and having a cup of tea. All this time we have been given here will come to an end. So I wanted this morning to have a little look at Jesus and his journey to his death and how or in what manner he undertook that journey as well as why he took that journey in the first place. In today's passage, Jesus walked 
towards the place of crucifixion. Step, step, step. His body was already broken, half dead from being whipped and tortured with a crown of thorns. But he carried on towards his death. Step, step, step. Jesus was already too weak to carry his own cross. So a passerby, Simon, was forced to carry it for him as Jesus continued along the way. Step, step. And then he stopped. In the midst of his own pain and suffering, he turned to a group of women who were mourning for him. And he spoke to them. Now, speaking for myself, I know that when I face difficulties, and I must very quickly add that I have never come close to anything on the scale of what Jesus was going through. But I know that my tendency is to turn inwards and to look to my own troubles, not to those around me. But here is Jesus, close to his death, stopping to show concern for others. Now up until this point, Jesus has silently borne the mocking, a beating, a mistreatment of himself, but here he is moved to speak out tenderly to these women that he meets along the way. He speaks to them to warn them of the suffering that will be there in the years to come. A prophecy uh, which is fulfilled during the brutal siege of Jerusalem and the destruction of the second temple in AD 70. And I'm not going to dwell on that this morning, on the details of the prophecy uh, or that coming, of Jerusalem, uh, coming destruction to Jerusalem. For me, the most important part that stands out is a simple fact of Jesus' compassion right there in the midst of his own suffering. Now, Jesus' to this reaction to these women also relates deeply to why Jesus was taking that journey in the first place. As he continues on, step, step, step on the way to his death. Now, on a worldly level, the reasons why Jesus was there can be stated very simply. He managed to upset several powerful people who wanted to get him out of the way. This led to an unjust, unfair trial on trumped-up charges and a final cowardly condemnation from a public figure too afraid of public opinion to stand up for justice. Jesus' trial and execution are the ultimate answer to all those who rail against God, saying, what I'm going through isn't fair. You don't understand what it is like. Those who have been trampled on by the rich and powerful can look to Jesus and know that God has been there too. Those who fail to get the justice they deserve can look to Jesus and again know that God has been there too. Jesus is there as a symbol of the deep injustices in this world and the God who has experienced them alongside us. 
but a worldly explanation does not tell the whole story as Christians as followers of Jesus we also believe that he was there because of our sin in the words of the song we will be singing later it was my sin that held him there until it was accomplished his dying breath has brought me life I know that it is finished Jesus' death on the cross, his separation from God the Father, was to pay the price that we deserve to pay for our sin. So that by his grace and through his death and resurrection, we can find forgiveness from that sin. As Jesus carried on, step, step, step towards his place of crucifixion. He faced not just a slow and painful death, a death resulting from worldly injustice. He faced the suffering that comes from all the wrongdoings that we have done. God generously pours out his grace and forgiveness upon us. We can never fall so low that we are beyond his redemption. His grace is freely given, but it was not free to give it cost Jesus it cost God everything to give it Jesus compassion for the world he created was the reason he was on that journey to the cross and it is his compassion it was his compassion that spilled out to those he met along the way and so Jesus carried on step 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 to the place called the skull and with short, four short words at the end of, the t of today's passage they crucified him there dying in pain as a result of deep injustice and human corruption dying in our place for our sin and the justice we deserve dying so that through God's grace we can be forgiven and reconciled with him.